So, the last week of August, last weekend of August, I get a call from Jim Arnold, one of our missionaries, and he tells me, he said, you're never going to believe what's happened. Because me and him had had a talk a long time ago, or a couple of months, about a month before that, about their work in training pastors in the Ivory Coast. And he is telling me about how they have never been able to get a visa worked out to where one of their pastors has been able to come over. The last week in August, he calls me and says, Scotty, it happened. One of our pastors is finally getting to come over. And I want to tell you, this is huge. This is huge for us as a church because we will be supporting this ministry as it moves forward. But it's also huge for the Ivory Coast. Because I want to tell you something that really blew me away about what Jim was telling me. I was just asking him all the details. How much does it cost you to equip a pastor in y'all's pastor equipping facilities and training in Africa? And he looked at me somewhere, and he said somewhere between five to $600 per pastor. And I was like, okay, for a semester? He said, no, per a pastor. Per a year? No, per a pastor. Their whole program that they put these pastors through Cost them in the area of five to six hundred dollars to train people in that area to be the pastors where they are at. And this morning, we are blessed to have one of those pastors with us this morning. Pastor Comey, does that right? God. Do y'all see what I had to work with? Y'all know I can barely read English. This one really threw me over. But Pastor Comey is going to be coming and sharing with us. But just like last time, Jim's going to have to translate a little bit. Yes, I know we don't talk about speaking in tongues a lot in Baptist church. You're going to get to see it. So, brothers, if y'all will, come on up. You get the wireless. We're keeping you, we're keeping you grounded. <laughs> It is a, uh, a delight to be here this morning, and um, as Pastor mentioned, it's a real delight to have one of, one of our pastors uh, from Ivory Coast. We've been trying for a number of years. I don't know what Ivory Coast has against our pastors, but uh, to get visas out of that country has been very difficult. So when uh, Kwame called me and told me that uh, he had an interview coming up the end of August. I said, okay. Um, I, I couldn't really start lining up meetings because yeah, I didn't, wasn't sure that he would get the, uh, get the approval. And then when he did, then that kind of put us behind the eight ball. But uh, God has worked out pretty much most of the meetings and, uh, and we're excited. The uh, one project that we're working on, usually when pastors come to the States, uh, I try to figure out from them what their biggest need or what the biggest project was. You remember uh, back in March when we had Pastor Yanli and his was the clinic. Well, I, I just got pictures from him yesterday and that building's halfway up. It, it, it is moving along. They're working hard on it. So we're excited about what God is doing. With Pastor Kwame there, he has uh, two new churches that uh, they've started and, and that they're working in and they need a building. We were able to purchase land, but we have to uh, 
help them with uh, building a church. The church is going to cost, to put up a building is going to cost $18,000. You know, we can't even clear land in this country for that. Uh, if we wanted to build a, a church here in this country, in, in, in Ivory Coast, we can go ahead and put up a, a whole building. It, it, it'll run about 12 by 14 meters. And so a good size building for them. And so that's what our goal is. Listen, folks, uh, if you can help us with that, we, we need the help. He's, he's got about six weeks. We've got to try to raise that. There are some other needs there, but that's the primary one. There is a display back there. Uh, make sure you get his trifold. It'll look something like this. Pick it up and uh, be praying for him. There's a jar there. You can help uh, towards the, the building project. We want to see. I, I, I would love to get this knocked out as soon as we can, just one thing off, off of our plates. He will be around, uh, staying here in Blairsville, and uh, most of the, the weeknights, uh, we, we travel on the weekends mainly. Uh, we do have some meetings on, on Wednesday nights, so we'll be doing some traveling, but during the week he is here. Now, now Kwame does speak a little bit of English. He, he really does, and he can understand very well, but he can speak it too, so it's not like you're going to have to use Google Translator or talking to him. <laughs> But you can uh, talk to him, and, and if you can uh, have a, a free night, your family can have him over for a, a meal or something, that would be wonderful. Just contact me or contact Pastor Scotty, get in touch with me, and uh, we'll get that worked out. But uh, we're excited to have him, and uh, so I'm going to turn uh, the rest of this service over to him. Okay. Je vous salue tous au nom du Seigneur Jésus-Christ. I greet you on the name of Jesus Christ. C'est pour moi une très grande joie d'être avec vous ce matin. It's a great joy to be here with you this morning. Et comme le pasteur l'a dit, je suis le pasteur Kwame de la Côte d'Ivoire. Like the pastor said, my, my name is uh, Pastor Kwame from uh, Ivory Coast. Et je suis marié, ma femme uh, s'appelle Lucéline, c'est la plus belle femme de Côte d'Ivoire. I'm married to, to my wife Nicoline and she's the meanest woman in all of Ivory Coast. That's what I heard. <laughs> I, I, you know. <laughs> No, no, she's the most beautiful femme. woman in all of Ivory Coast. Et Dieu nous a béni avec quatre enfants, deux filles, deux garçons. God has blessed us with four children, two girls and two boys. Et c'est une grande bénédiction pour nous d'être ici. And it's a great uh, blessing for me to be able to be here with you. Et il faut savoir que je suis né dans une famille où on adore les idoles. I, I was born and I was raised in a family where we uh, worshiped idols. Mes grands-parents, mon père, ma mère, tout le monde dans la famille, moi-même, tout le monde, nous adorons les fétiches. My, my grandparents, my parents, my mom, my dad, uh, myself, our, our, my siblings, we all worship idols. Donc nous avons grandi en adorant les pierres, nous avons grandi en adorant euh, les, les arbres, c'était l'eau, c'est comme ça. We grew up uh, idolizing and worshiping rocks and worshiping uh, trees and worshiping idols. Et, et donc, euh, mon, mon grand-père m'avait choisi pour le remplacer dans l'adoration de ces choses-là. Mais après l'école primaire, j'ai quitté mes parents. Je me suis retrouvé en ville parce que nous étions au village. Donc, après l'école primaire, quand on finit l'école, on quitte le village pour aller en ville pour continuer l'école. Et... Uh, 
when once once I got ahead in my uh, education, got up in my years, I left uh, the village where I was uh, living and had to move into town. So then I was on my own because I, I had to go to school there. Et, et là-bas, nous étions euh, seuls, nous étions éloignés des parents, à 10 km des parents. J'étais quoi, c'est gros, j'étais à Boaké maintenant. And there I, I was a little bit of a distance from, from my parents, so I, I was on my own. I, I left the, uh, the village and moved into the Boaké area. Donc, en quittant, mes parents m'ont donné mon fétiche aussi, un fétiche pour me protéger. And so as I left, my parents gave me a fetish that would protect me in my journey. Et là-bas, vous dites que j'avais pas la paix, c'était pas facile pour moi. Et un jour, des gens m'ont invité à la séance de prière. Et donc, je suis allé une fois et j'avais l'habitude de m'inviter de temps en temps j'allais voir ce qui s'est passé là-bas and so I, I, I went I went one time and, and I listened and then they often would re-invite me back to come mais un jour quelqu'un a dit que euh, le Dieu qui était là-bas était capable d'entendre ce que j'allais lui demander and, and one day uh, someone shared with me you know that God can hear and he listens to everything you talk to him about. Et donc si je lui parlais que je lui euh, expliquais mes difficultés, il, il pouvait dire quelque chose, il pouvait faire quelque chose pour moi. And if you share with him the the trials and the struggles that you have and the difficulties that you have, he listens and he, and he will help respond. Et donc dans ma chambre, j'ai commencé à dire à Dieu, OK, on m'a dit que si je te parle, tu vas me répondre et que tu es capable de me donner la paix. Et tu es capable aussi de me donner le succès à l'école. Donc, je veux ces choses-là. So you're, you're et effectivement, en fin d'année, j'ai été admis et j'ai expérimenté une joie, une paix à l'intérieur de moi-même. And at the end of, uh, of that year, he, he said, I, I gave my heart to Christ and, and I begin to experience that joy that, that uh, God gives. Et c'était une expérience extraordinaire pour moi. It's an experience that was just extraordinary for me. J'ai donc décidé de donner ma vie à Jésus-Christ. J'ai accepté le Seigneur Jésus-Christ comme mon sauveur et mon Seigneur personnel. And so I had accepted Christ as my Savior and I haven't regretted it to this day. Et ainsi donc une nouvelle vie a commencé pour moi. So J'ai abandonné l'alcool. Uh, J'ai abandonné la cigarette. Uh, Le Seigneur, Dieu m'a donné une nouvelle vie. God just gave me a whole new life. Et donc mes parents étaient un peu méfiants. But my parents were a little bit upset. Ils m'observaient. They, they were kind of sitting back judging and observing my life. They, they could see that there was a change in my life, but they couldn't figure out why, why was there some kind of a change. Mais moi, but I, 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 I was just happy. Et après, après, après que le bac, and so after I, I graduated, uh, God placed a call in my life to pastor. Et c'est là que les problèmes ont commencé avec la famille. And so that's when I, I started in, in the pastorate. Les, les parents, pour eux, j'allais devenir un enseignant ou bien un infirmier. Pour qui? 
pour les parents dans leur pensée après l'école on a devenu enseignant on avait devenu But as far as my parents were, were concerned they, they figured that after schooling I, I, I would become a doctor or, or some other uh, profitable uh, um, work mais aller à l'école est devenu pasteur, ça c'est pas dans leur okay Et donc j'ai connu le régime en ce moment. And, uh, so I, I Mais cette même année aussi, mon père était, était décédé. But, uh, cette année? Uh, 2002, en 2002, où j'ai accepté l'appel. Et, et, et donc, mes, mes oncles n'étaient pas d'accord que je devienne pasteur. Pour cette raison, j'ai passé huit ans séparé de ma famille. Parce qu'il me fallait me concentrer sur le ministère et leur montrer que je n'avais pas fait un, un mauvais choix. Because I, I, my concentration was on the ministry, was on serving God, and, and I had to back away from the other. Parce qu'il ne fallait pas que je vienne leur demander quelque chose. Because they didn't want me around, they didn't want me to come and ask anything. Donc il fallait que Dieu même pourvoie à mes besoins. And so I, I needed to put my full trust in God. Et j'ai vu Dieu intervenir. Dieu ne m'a jamais abandonné. And God was always there for me. He never abandoned me. Et huit ans après, je suis revenu vers eux. And so years later, I went back. Je leur ai dit, Dieu ne m'a pas abandonné. Et que ce Dieu-là, il est vraiment vrai. And that God is, is true and he's real. Et je suis venu leur montrer ma femme. Et ainsi, Dieu nous a donné un enfant. And showed them that God also blessed us with a, a child. En ce qui concerne la Côte d'Ivoire, nous sommes aujourd'hui en face de la croissance de l'islam. L'islam est déjà à 42% de la population. Et chaque année, la Turquie, le Maroc donnent de l'argent pour bâtir au minimum 1000 mosquées dans le pays. And, and we're battling against uh, uh, Morocco and Turkey. They're, they're putting in uh, uh, money to, for every year they are, they are establishing and building a thousand mosques throughout Ivory Coast. Même s'il y a des gens où il n'y a pas de gens, ils ne font que construire seulement. And they are, they are, they are building their mosques Even if there aren't any people in that area, they are buying up all the land that they can buy up and they are placing moss all over Ivory Coast. Parce ont de faire de la Côte un pays Because they've decided that the Ivory Coast needs to be a country that is Islamic. Mais la bonne nouvelle, c'est que euh, beaucoup de musulmans ne sont pas de nationalité ivoirienne. Ils viennent des autres pays. But on the flip side, the good news in, in that is, is a lot of the uh, uh, Muslims in Ivory Coast are not Ivoirians. They're not from the country of Ivory Coast. Et donc, les Ivoiriens uh, musulmans aiment envoyer leurs enfants dans les écoles chrétiennes. And whereas the, the Ivory Coast uh, uh, Muslims are, are much, uh, peaceful, much more peaceful people, and uh, they are putting their kids into Christian schooling. Donc, ils aiment l'éducation chrétienne. They say they, they like the Christian schooling. 
Et cela nous permet de pouvoir aussi leur annoncer l'évangile. And it gives us the opportunity to share the gospel with them. But the reason they're putting their kids into Christian schooling is they said that it, it produces kids that are a lot less violent. Et nous avons uh, au niveau des catholiques 27% de catholiques. And uh, in addition to over 50% of the country being uh, Muslim, uh, 27% of the country is Catholic. Et, et les évangéliques et les protestants, 12%. And uh, the, the Protestant is about 12%. À notre niveau, nous avons beaucoup de travail à faire dans la Côte d'Ivoire. Les États-Unis ont envoyé assez de missionnaires dans le passé. Ils ont implanté des églises. They have started churches. Mais aujourd'hui, c'est nous les nationaux qui devons continuer. But uh, today, uh, the missionaries are fewer and fewer and fewer in the country, and it's up to us as the national people to, to continue the, the church planning. Et concernant mon ministère, and in, in, in concern of uh, my ministry, je dirige deux églises en ce moment. I am pastoring two churches at this time. Il y a une église qui est dans la maison là où j'habite. There's one church that we've just started, and it's in the, it's in the home that I'm living in. Uh, J'utilise le salon pour l'église. Parce que nous avons le désir d'implanter l'église. Et à ce moment-là où j'ai nous avons 30 personnes qui viennent à l'église. Et à 20 km de là, nous avons aussi commencé notre église. And you got to understand, in, in, in Ivory Coast, um, people don't want to go to home churches. They don't. They want to be in a building. And so it, it, it's very difficult to grow those churches while you're, you start in a home. When we started our church there in, in Boake, it's, it's running four or five hundred now. We started in, in a home, and, and it was hard to get it to push above 30 or 40. Once we started the building, the, the church took off. Yeah. So this is what he's dealing with. His second church is about 20 kilometers away. Et donc, là-bas, nous avons commencé à travailler. And there they, they have started working in that whole area. Et nous avons autour de 40 personnes. And we are running over 40 in that area. Avec qui nous travaillons chaque fois. That uh, we are working with each time. Et nous avons le ministère parmi les enfants et les jeunes. Parce que si nous ne travaillons pas parmi eux, euh, nous allons perdre le pays. Et le, le défi, c'est que beaucoup de pasteurs ne travaillent pas parmi les jeunes et les But enfants. Le défi, c'est que beaucoup de bah, ils, ont, ils ont raison parce que euh, travailler au milieu des enfants et des jeunes, ce n'est pas vraiment facile. Financièrement, ils n'ont pas. And, and their reasoning is, is the young people don't bring the money in, and the children don't bring the money in. Uh, they, they need the adults because that's where the money lies. 
Donc, les, les pasteurs travaillent plus au milieu des, des, des adultes. Donc, nous sommes obligés euh, de travailler avec eux pour les ramener, pour leur dire euh, travailler au milieu des enfants et des jeunes. Nous sommes à chaque fois obligés d'aller de, de, vers les pasteurs pour ça. Et donc, leur but est de atteindre les adultes, mais en même temps, nous voulons atteindre les enfants de nos enfants, atteindre les enfants de nos jeunes, développer les et les pour les futurs ministères dans notre pays. Donc nous nous organisons des camps pour les jeunes, des camps Pour pouvoir les amener, euh, nous organisons aussi des tournois de football pour les jeunes. We, we bring them in for Bible camps, teach them the word of God. We also, as, as in any, any uh, country, sports is a big thing for the young people. So we're, we're involved in um, tournaments in that uh, with soccer. Et nous avons aussi le ministère parmi les orphelins. And we also have an orphan ministry. Oui, euh, nous, en Côte d'Ivoire, le fait que les personnes euh, vivent, euh, sont dans l'idolâtrie, ils vivent mal, ils ont cinq femmes, ils ont euh, euh, six femmes. Donc, les hommes ne tuent pas, ils meurent très vite et les femmes restent euh, veuves avec des enfants. Elles doivent trouver la nourriture, elles doivent les mettre à l'école et c'est vraiment difficile. Et le problème est qu'en notre pays, les orphans sont un grand problème. Ils sont un grand problème parce que vous avez des hommes qui ont 5 ou 6 femmes. Son père a 5 femmes. Et de ces 5 femmes, ce qu'ils savaient, ils avaient 17 siblings. Il était l'un des 17 siblings. Et il dit que ce qui se passe, c'est qu'ils ont toutes ces femmes et que ces enfants sont laissés. In areas where where the father then doesn't want to have anything to do with them, the mother then rejects them, and so they have these orphan children that have nobody to take care of them, and they've started an orphan ministry there, and he has orphan packets um, uh, with children that they are supporting in their orphan ministry. Forty dollars a month will support a child, and if you if you as a family or Individuals would like to get a, a packet. He's got about 10, 12 orphans that need supported. $40 a month is all, is all it takes to help support uh, these children. But they started a camp this last year there in, um, in the area that they're working. And they invited the uh, orphan children to the camp and they invited the uh, other children that um, are underprivileged. They had over 60 show up for camp. And uh, they, they, they brought them in, they, they kept them all week, uh, they slept there, they fed them, they gave them the word of God, taught them, and at the end of camp they had 37 of them receive Christ. 37 of over the 60 that showed up. What a ministry. He said they went back to their churches, went back to their areas. Uh, some of them were from other areas, but most of them were from their area and their yeah. churches, and they just came back with a... He said, with, with just an excitement. And so they're going to continue that. Et donc, nous voulons vraiment uh, agrandir le programme parmi les orphelins. And so our, our goal is to continue to, to encourage uh, our orphan children and grow that ministry. Et pendant que uh, j'ai la force, je veux toujours courir et faire l'œuvre de Dieu. And as long as God gives me the strength, I will continue to, uh, uh, to move forward in, in serving him. Aujourd'hui, nous avons euh, à nous la responsabilité de faire euh, grandir l'évangile dans notre pays. Of, of 
C'est à nous de planter les églises dans notre nation. Et c'est pour cette raison que chaque fois nous sommes là en train de, de visiter les localités là où il n'y a pas d'église pour pouvoir implanter des églises. Et parce que quand je suis dans mon pays, je reste, je reste pratiquement deux semaines à la maison, deux semaines dans le pays pour savoir où il n'y a pas d'église, pour pouvoir nous prier et pouvoir implanter aussi des églises. Et c'est un peu ça le travail que nous faisons parce que le Seigneur nous a demandé cela. Nous allons venir dans la parole de Dieu. Dans le livre de Luc. It's found in the book of Luke. Luc chapitre 15. Luke uh, chapter 15. Le verset 1 au verset 7. Uh, from uh, verse uh, 3 to verse 7. And it says this. And he spake this parable unto them saying... What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety-nine Just persons which need no repentance. Nous voyons le Seigneur Jésus-Christ qui a donné cette parabole. Il a été critiqué d'être au milieu des gens qui avaient une mauvaise vie, au milieu des gens qui, qui buvaient, qui se prostituaient. Et il était critiqué pour cette raison. So a, a reason. Et il dit, un homme a, a 100 brebis et il perd une brebis. Il laisse les 99 brebis pour aller chercher la seule brebis perdue. Et lorsqu'il a retrouvé la seule brebis perdue, il rassemble ses amis et il fête pour la seule brebis perdue. Et le Seigneur Jésus-Christ nous dit qu'il y a de la joie dans le ciel pour un seul péché qui se répand. Bien-aimés, pendant que nous sommes chrétiens, pendant que nous sommes ensemble, nous devons avoir un regard vers ceux-là qui n'ont pas encore le Seigneur Jésus-Christ dans leur vie. Sachant que nous qui sommes ici, nous qui sommes enfants de Dieu, nous qui avons accepté Jésus-Christ comme Seigneur et Sauveur, c'est notre responsabilité d'amener ceux qui ne connaissent pas Jésus-Christ à Christ. And, and it becomes our responsibility. We as a church, we as a church people that are here this morning, we know Jesus, we love Jesus. Many, most of us, uh, uh, by God's grace, have received Jesus Christ. It becomes our responsibility to take that gospel from here as it's been preached time and time again in this church, to take it out and share Christ with those around about us. Nous ne devons pas seulement nous réjouir entre nos chrétiens. 
We, we don't need to be just, just uh, fellowshipping with all, only our Christians. Nous devons toujours avoir un cœur pour ceux-là qui n'ont jamais entendu parler de Jésus-Christ, pour ceux-là qui mènent une vie de prostitution, pour ceux-là qui mènent une vie d'alcoolisme, pour ceux-là qui sont loin de Christ. Nous devons chaque fois penser à eux, prier pour eux, mener des actions à leur égard. That aren't uh, pleasing, that are living lives that are destroying themselves and their families around them. We need to be rubbing shoulders with them. We need to be sharing Christ with them. We need to be bringing them into the fold. C'est à nous, avant que le Seigneur Jésus-Christ n'arrive, c'est à nous d'apporter de la joie dans le ciel. Parce que la Bible nous dit, pour un seul pécheur qui se répand sur la terre, il y a de la joie dans le ciel. Donc pendant que nous sommes là, si nous sommes capables de contribuer pour qu'une âme soit sauvée, si nous sommes capables de partager l'évangile pour qu'une âme soit sauvée, sachant que nous sommes en train de produire de la joie dans le ciel. Et si nous produisons de la joie dans le ciel, nous produisons de la joie dans le cœur de Dieu. That's a mouthful. Did you get it? <laughs> Let's just open up the book of the Bible and we'll start in Genesis. We'll figure it out. We'll get all of this one. He says it's up to us. Before the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, he has placed us here. It's our responsibility to get out and, and, and to reach those. It's up to us to, to go into their homes and to go into the areas that they're working, places that they are, and, and to share Christ and, and to set that example and show Christ and everything. Because as we do that and as they receive Christ one by one by one, there is joy in the heavenlies as a result of that. And as the pastor mentioned in Sunday school this morning. It, it, it brings joy in our hearts when we see one come to a saving knowledge of Christ. It, it's just an unspeakable joy that happens. Je vous encourage ce matin I invite you this morning ensemble à pouvoir apporter de la joie dans le ciel en permettant à des personnes d'entendre parler de Jésus-Christ parce que pendant que nous sommes là dans nos différents endroits, nous sommes en contact avec des gens qui ont juste besoin d'entendre parler de Jésus-Christ. Et cela pourra changer leur vie. Comme un jour, quelqu'un a partagé avec moi cette bonne nouvelle qui a changé ma vie pour toujours. Je veux vraiment vous encourager parce que la bonne nouvelle que nous avons, qui est dans notre cœur, elle est un trésor que l'argent ne peut pas avoir. Elle est un trésor inestimable. You're, you're in different areas. You rub shoulders with different people. But we need to get a burden. We need to ask the Lord for a burden for these people. And we need to reach out to these people. Just like someone reached out to me and shared the gospel with me. We need to be reaching out to others and, and uh, encouraging them and bringing them, helping bring them into the fold. Je, je tiens à vous remercier pour ce merveilleux moment que vous m'avez donné. Veuillez prier pour nous. I ask that you be praying for us. Pour que nous puissions continuer et faire plus pour l'œuvre de Dieu. Je vous remercie. And as you can see, if he, if he didn't need an interrupter, he, he could keep going. But, but anyway. Before he, they go back to their seats, I won't try to come right down here.
Um, <laughs> I'll be wrestling with all that all day. One thing that really struck me, though, you know, for us, it may seem strange that he talks about how when he first started in life, he was worshiping idols. And for us, that seems like so strange. Why would anybody do that? But as I was sitting there thinking about that, I was thinking about the idols that I worship every day. Yeah, it may not be a rock, but it could be a TV. It may not be a figurine, but it could be a house. It may not be a religious symbol, but it could be a car. And one that I think all of us battle with every day is when we idolize people. All of us, whether we realize it or not, are guilty of idolatry on a daily basis. And idolatry, to sum it up for some may, who may not know what I'm talking about, idolatry is simply this. It's adultery against God. It's you having an affair with something else other than God. And I think about how affairs wreck families. And I think about how affairs tear apart a home. But do we ever look at it that way with our idols? How it's tearing us apart? I don't think so. I pray to get today that we're reminded of that. But before they go back to the back, I want us to do something. As a church, you know, this is one body. One body of believers. But we have many members all over the world. This is one of our brothers in Christ. He's traveled a long way just to be here with you this morning. And I think the least that we could do as a congregation is to surround him this morning in prayer. So I'm going to ask you, if you will, come forward with me. Come on. And as a church, I want us to surround Pastor Comley. Not only, not only as an encouragement, but also that God will do in him what needs to be done in his country so that many people will come to know him. Father, we are your church. We are your called out, assembled people. And today, this morning, Lord, it was a reminder to me that while we may have different buildings, while we may have different zip codes or different geographical locations, we are still one church. And Father, I'm thankful to hear of the work that my brother is doing in the Ivory Coast. I'm thankful for his ministry to the people 
who need to hear you. And I'm thankful for his heart for the gospel to go out and seek that one. This morning, Lord, I pray that he would be encouraged by this body of believers who is here to lift him up in prayer. But Father, I pray that we will be challenged by his testimony as well. Father, I'm thankful that you called him to serve his community. And I just pray this morning, Lord, that you would help us to remember that that same calling applies to us. It's not by chance that you placed us here in this area. I know we've come from all over the world, from Minnesota, from California, from one coast to the other. And you brought us all here for a reason. And I know you brought my brother here for a reason this morning. So that he could challenge us to remember that yes, we have a mission. Yes, we have an opportunity to support him. But Lord, we also have a mission here that we need to be active in. I pray that you would bless my brother. I pray that you would continue, Lord, to strengthen my brother. And I pray that you would provide for him every need that he needs. But not for him, Lord. For your gospel. Father, it is your gospel that's changed us all. It is your good news that while we could do nothing, you came after us. Father, help us to proclaim that to everyone we see and equip, provide, and encourage my brother to do that as well in the Ivory Coast. Thank you, Lord, for this morning. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey guys, Pastor Scotty Gerard here, and I just wanted to say thank you for joining us today. We really hope that this has been a resource that's helped you grow in your purpose for God, but also grow in His glory. We also want to extend an invitation to you to join us here in person at Harmony Grove. We are located at 1008 Town Creek School Road in Blairsville, Georgia. We would love for you to come be a part of our service, to be a part of our small groups. If you have children, we have children's classes on Wednesday night and on Sunday morning. And all this information can be found on our website. We'd also like to continue help you in your growth with Christ. If you have a question, maybe a prayer request, or just need to talk to somebody, you can contact us in the emails below in the description, or you can also contact us through our app and through our website, which are also found in the description below. Again, we hope this has been a blessing to you because we know that you joining us today has been a great blessing to us. Thank you so much. God bless.